On an appearance on the Howard Stern Show this morning, Hillary Clinton was embarrassingly overcome by a coughing fit. Not to be outdone, Joe Biden fell down when he slipped on an oiled-up G-string on the Bubba the Love Sponge show. <laughs> the Trump administration has now proposed to place tariffs on French wine, cheese, and handbags. In response, the French furiously twirled their mustaches and angrily adjusted their ties. Despite photos of them having breakfast together last summer, President Trump says he doesn't know Prince Andrew. It's best not to take it personally when he forgets who you are, said Tiffany Trump. True. (laughs) Good advice. (laughs) Brazilian President Bolsonaro has accused Leonardo DiCaprio of causing the fires in the Amazon. That's ridiculous because DiCaprio ignores anything over than age 24. President Trump canceled a previously scheduled press conference and then left... The NATO event early, reportedly after hearing Boris Johnson, Emmanuel Macron, and Justin Trudeau laughing about him with Princess Anne. Ah, come on. That was just locker room talk. Since Kamala Harris has bowed out of the presidential race, a top aide for her is now working for the Bloomberg campaign, which is kind of like quitting Arby's to work for Blockbuster. And finally, in yesterday's closed-door impeachment hearing prep session, Jerry Nadler told a group of Democrats that he's not going to take any shit, which is nothing new. When you consider the way that he eats, he probably never takes a shit. The Trump Report starts now! I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz you see, if you, if you like, shout over the groans, it's like they didn't happen. Welcome to the Trump Report. Yes, assembled here is a very chic New York-looking crowd yeah. dressed in all black. <laughs> We're in mourning for something. Maybe it's democracy. Hi, I'm Christian Black, joined as often by Tamara Brown. I am in navy blue, I'll have you know. Ah, you know yes. where you are. Yeah, I'm actually Way sure. to, way to, way to <laughs> poke a hole in my fun. But... Yeah. We'd still look like we'd be, you know, we have with jeans. You're not wearing black either. That's like gray. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's just as I looked in the monitor, it would look like that. That's all right. Anyway, it's we still yeah. look like we're very fashionable. After but not fashion week. To be yes. fair, none more fashionable than the one and only Asmanity himself. Scott Moore! <laughs> that is true. Yeah. 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 Well, we often talk to Scott about the polls out there, but uh, I believe you're polling at 79%. So approval, by the way. Approval. Oh, that's it? Yeah. No. Well, you know, I think there were some controversial things after one of the recent debates. Anyway, uh, and of course we have our friend uh, in the booth, Ryan Nilsson. We appreciate present and and accounted Mm -hmm. for and accounted for Uh, in a red and blue type shirt. Thank you, a little purpley. All right, so uh, you're going for a Spider-Man vibe, which is awesome. Now uh, there is a video that I referenced in the top of the show that uh, you let me know if you can find Ryan, but. Uh, you know what they say in this business we call show, uh, which mm. usually people who say that aren't really in show business, so uh, case in point me. The <laughs> idea that every mic is a hot mic. If there's a microphone anywhere near mm. you, you don't say anything in front of it. And I, I think that I think a lot of people understand that, but that's just too hard to not make fun of uh, President <laughs> Trump. And I mean, the funny thing there, I, I feel like it, it's going to really bother President Trump when... You know, it's like, all right, Macron, sure, but Trudeau? Oh, no, no, no. He, he has to feel like he's, you know, much more of a, of a man than he is. And, you know, for look, all the shortcomings you can say about uh, President Trump, have you ever seen a picture of him in blackface? 
Just a have question. I seen one? Have I seen one? Well, did, I seen you one? Did, you, no. did you notice how I posed it? <laughs> right, I didn't exactly. say there is. Yeah. Right. But, you know. Uh, so, you know, I think he's just like, yeah, I'm better than that. And I don't know. I mean, I, I sure, it's like he, he got his feelings hurt and he took the ball and went home. But it's also like, yeah, I don't want to be here anyway. You know, probably. Uh, I think Ryan has a little of this audio, and it looks like how much fun everybody is having there. Yep. We, I believe we have the captioning for it. Yeah, is that... Yeah, he takes a 40-minute press conference, and, uh, you know, they're all just kind of... You know, uh, Boris Johnson's the other guy, who is, yes. by the way, low-rent Trump, if you look right, at him. Right, exactly. Like, so uh, it, it's, it's like, wait, my lighting double? Uh, just, uh, you know... So they're basically making fun of him giving a press conference. It's, it, by the way, considering things that they could have said in front of a microphone... Absolutely. Uh, this isn't that bad. No. You know, they're talking about the way that the people who work for him react to him. That's probably... Look, anybody who's ever worked for a celebrity knows how that is. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, I think that the, that was that was enough of the fun there. Uh, but um, what do you think, Tamara, about, one, the conversation and the reaction and the fact that we're talking about it now? I think it's so mild. It's so silly that this is even... I mean, it, it, to me, it's very enjoyable to watch. But what they're saying, like you just said, it's they didn't say anything. Trump has said... Something ten times worse in tweets. So he, I, he he has tweeted worse things to Rosie O'Donnell. He well, <laughs> like infinitely worse. I mean, he that I mean that's a given. But I mean, I'm, he's tweeted the worst thing. I don't know. I uh, I can't think of an example of somebody who he actually likes that he said something worse to. But uh, this, well, what, what they said is very mild. Yeah. They weren't even talking about him. They were talking about his staff, and I don't even think that they. I don't think it was an, I don't, there are no accidents. I, I think that they, not that they were aware that they were being recorded, but I feel like they just don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I, I don't know. Look, it, it seems like, I don't know, maybe the visit to the White House isn't the uh, hot tip, hot t- hot ticket that it could have been for uh, some of these people a few years ago, or as maybe they're envisioning in a couple years. Uh, it seems like the president of the Ukraine is the only person who actually wants that invitation to the White <laughs> House, is the last we heard. None of them want eat cheeseburgers anyway, <laughs> so why would they go? Yeah. Speak for themselves, <laughs> because if I got that invite to the uh, the fast food summit, uh, I, I would be happy to go. And I would also, I'd, I'd wear a jacket with like big pockets so that I could get a couple Whoppers for the road. Oh, I think, I think you're going to say you're going to wear like a big jacket like he does. Oh, like Trump does. Yes. Well, I mean, I'll also have the very long a tie. Little tie. Yes. Well, no, I, I'm going to go the long tie. So, uh, Scott, what do you think about all of this? And uh, if if that were you, and you were the president of the United States, which one day you may be. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, would since, you, since Trump can, anyone can now. Is this the official announcement? Yeah. Is this well, you know, I figured... But not, since, not 2020, though. Let's be well, honest. Moore is I mean, joining the presidential right. race. Might as well join the race. Are you going to start... You're going to start with Super Tuesday, just yeah. like uh, yeah. Bloomberg. We'll yeah. work for Rudy, so yeah, why not? exactly. Yeah. I'll just, you know, write a check to the, my campaign. Like Great. $40 million. Easy. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think of it, and do you, uh, regardless of your feelings about President Trump, do you understand the reaction of, like, oh, I gotta stick around for this? Well, I, I think it goes back to that these leaders really do not respect him. Um, regardless of what you think of Trump, I, I don't think any of them really take him seriously or respect him, and, and that's, you know, that was proven just by the the small talk afterwards um and you know then he took off of course he didn't even stick around and, and do a press conference if everything was so great he would have uh like he did the day before he did his 
meandering two-hour press conference, that incoherent uh, thing that he decided not to do. So well, I, I think it goes back to just not respecting him. To, to be fair, he did hear that back at home they had started selling the Popeye's chicken sandwich again. So there was really nothing to <laughs> That's stick what he came around. back for? Yeah. No. I mean, and if you've had it, you're kind of like, all right, I guess. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I find it, uh, I, I, I find it to be uh, very uh, entertaining. I think... Um, mm-hmm. Go figure. The Drudge, the Drudge Report maybe inflated a little bit when they referred to it with the headline "The Hato Summit," <laughs> but uh, I'll always go for a bad pun. You know, if right. it, that's not New York Post quality yeah. headline pun, but that's still that's still. It a was a um, high fat, high protein uh, meal they served, so I call it the Cato Summit. Oh, oh. all right, all right. Should I point out that that's called keto? Yeah. I, I'm already, I, I'm already embarrassed gonna, by only, that. I'm going to show myself The only reason I did out. is because I've already been on record saying that you and I are wearing black shirts today when clearly yeah. we're not. But, you know, people listening have no idea. Right. You could be. Yeah. Maybe I have on a top hat and tails. <laughs> and one of those French mustaches you referenced right. earlier. Uh, so another uh, story that uh, is uh, making the rounds. It seems like, look, typically I feel as though... You know, we talked about this beforehand. I feel like, you know, don't bring minors into the conversation. Don't bring the the president or other elected officials' kids. You know, I mean, Hunter Biden, of course, would be a great exception. You know, because when you're an adult. Underage kids. Yeah, that's what I mean. And, you know, early on there were comedians that tweeted things about Barron Trump. And I'm like, I don't even care what you think about Trump. It's just like, he's just a kid. That's just his dad. Just leave him alone. But... The uh, the professor during the impeachment hearing that said you can name your son Baron, but that doesn't mean you can name him a Baron. I think that's all right. He does not have, give him the yeah. power to yeah. do anything he wants. And I'll just give you one example that shows you the difference between him and a king, which is the Constitution says there can be no titles of nobility. So while the president can name his son Baron, he can't make him a Baron. Whew. By the way, every open mic I ever did when I was trying to be a stand-up comedian, uh, the joke landed just like that, <laughs> where there was a... <laughs> how, do you think, how do you think that would have gone I, over at an open it mic? It does have that feeling yeah. that she was about to be like, mic yeah, drop! Yeah, oh, yeah. no? You know, we oh, haven't really sorry, talked much about this on the right. show, but one of the things that I've noticed is that uh, Amy Klobuchar, she makes a lot of jokes during the yes. debates. Mm-hmm. No, and I, they, I've mentioned that. They she, never yeah, they land, land at all. Right. Yeah. They, they always fall so flat. Because yeah. she does that thing where she moves on really quickly, and she, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, you do that laugh of like, oh, <laughs> that, <laughs> no one liked that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I, I don't know. To me, this doesn't seem like... I just don't think it's a good statement to make. Like, yeah. I don't think if that's the example you're using to prove your point that the president is not allowed. To, like, yeah. we have it in our Constitution that the president is not a monarch. Like, that's not a good and example. And furthermore, you cannot name Larry King an actual <laughs> king. <laughs> prince was not a prince. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's uh, it doesn't seem like as big a deal. It's like you invoke the name of the kid. It, it's all right. You know, it's. It's it's not the example that it's always easy to go back to, which is when Rush Limbaugh had a TV show for a minute, and he said, "Oh, you know, there's also a White House dog," and they showed a picture of, of Chelsea Clinton. You know, Ooh. that's like yeah. And uh, by the way, their excuse for that was, "Oh, it was, it was the wrong picture." Mm-hmm. It was like really. So, what was the right picture? Right. They didn't. They had a cat. Exactly. They had a cat at that point. Yeah. They. I think later he got a dog. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so Rush Limbaugh is such garbage. Yeah. 
well, he sells those chairs that he sits in. And <laughs> if I could just get a cut of that chair money, I don't want any of his radio. Money. I just want, I just want some of that chair money. He sells the uh, excellence in broadcasting chairs. I am not sitting in one right now, but <laughs> right. excellence in answers from Scott Moore. Uh, what do you what do you, what do you think about this? Should we even be talking about no, it? Chelsea pearl, would be so annoyed it, it right now. Be. It's just yeah. it's it's clutching your pearls. It's much ado about nothing. It's again, like you said, it's not that she she was trying to make a sassy little joke there that didn't land, as we all were just saying. Um, but the point was what she was getting at was was the whole thing, which is true. Is that that you know we're we're not a monarchy, um, and it wasn't saying anything negative about the kid or bring him into it so it, it was just saying his name so it was silly and it's just another distraction by republicans because they have nothing else at this point to uh defend this actual president it's going to be all about the hearings it's going to be all about the way it's done um it's not going to be actually anything uh, uh that they can defend his actual behavior and everything because they can't so this is the kind of distraction they're going to try to do now she could have said we don't have a monarchy's uh reference when trump said that he when he's joked that he'll be in office mm-hmm. again and again for eternity, you know, like she could have yeah. used that as the example, but it's just a poor, it's just a flimsy. Yeah, but it's it's not a big enough thing to. <laughs> yeah, it, it's somebody who it, make it, a big deal over. I it, feel like it's one of those things. I feel like she crafted part of the speech as she think came up with that, mm-hmm. thought it was a great idea, mm-hmm. crafted that point around that because it's not even a strong like. But it's, it's not, not, it's not something that people point. are arguing about, like, you know, appointments and things, you know, I mean, by that, I mean, you know, appointing people to ambassadorships and stuff. Uh, yeah, this isn't that's not really a part of it. But, uh, Scott, we often talk about the countdown clock for uh, impeachment. And uh, should we be switching that to the uh, the 60 minutes that'll like, are we getting like that close now? Like where it's actually like the regular clock is as too much time left on it. Yeah. No, I think we're we're like 1159 uh, and 30 seconds. Um, It's pretty close because, look, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion now, especially after the report came out uh, that the the House Democrats have done that that they will impeach him. Um, Now it's just going to be a matter of. How are they going to move it forward and get it to the Senate and, and go from Yeah, there? and I mean, the idea that zero Republicans would vote to remove him from office is, is probably not fair. I don't know for sure that, you know, he's gone on the record to say that he would vote in favor of removal. But, you know, Mitt Romney's danced around it. Uh, I know that uh, Pierre Delecto did say, <laughs> he tweeted out that he certainly feels that Mitt Romney should remove him from office. But Mitt Romney has not said that. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, if uh, Pierre Delecto says it, you can uh, see that's coming. But I, I don't I don't I feel like I feel like the number is not zero. Let's let's put that. I don't think it's zero Republicans. I don't think it's now, enough to to actually make it happen. But right. as much as we reference the countdown clock, have you always said that it's countdown to the hearing, or it's no, not actual removal? No, but it's just not... to impeachment. Which, okay. yeah, right, which, which which could happen. Which technically, but then... when the House that's impeachment. The Senate would be removing from office, so the impeachment actually happens in the House. Right. And then if we get over to the Senate and it's like a hearing on removal from office, I think that's when it goes back to the old VCR that just blinks 12 o'clock because you don't know what to count. So we're confident at this point that impeachment is happening then. Yeah. It's just, it's not, he's not going to be removed from office. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, you know, he's... He's getting the call back, but he's not going to get hired for the part. Uh, so I think it's always important that we check in. Now I get it. Yeah, well, Thank you well, for look, 
if I don't it put terms, it into show putting business the business terms. of show oh, terms yeah. in there, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't know if you still do open mics, but uh, if the next yeah. time you do, um, mm-hmm. I would love to see you try and work that Baron joke in. Just to just to <laughs> see how it goes over in an actual <laughs> open mic. You know, just oh. see if anyone laughs. Uh, Challenge accepted. <laughs> I will. You're gonna, find go do, a way. you're gonna do an open mic. All right. I will. Well, this I will is great. Away. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> I just drop the mic after that one joke and exactly. then like, walk what? away. What just, what just happened? <laughs> Uh, we also referenced at the top of the show was the fact that uh, Kamala Harris, Kamala, Kamala Harris, yeah, is uh, out of the race. That uh, let's be honest, she hasn't really been in it for a mm-hmm. while. Uh, the uh, the numbers were all going the wrong way, and uh, the I guess leaving the that campaign to go in the Bloomberg campaign is like it's like at least you know he's going to be able to make payroll. You know right. he's a, he's going <laughs> yeah. he's going to open his checkbook. That actually happened yeah. before before the news broke that she mm-hmm. was uh, stepping down out, out of the race, and it was af- it was when. Right when the news broke about like mistreatment of staffers yeah. within her campaign, that's when I saw that story. Right. So I think that uh, it, it's all, and this was one of those things that I remember there was a point yesterday morning, at least Pacific time. So I guess it was the early afternoon where uh, CNN just had like the little graphic that you know, reports indicate mm-hmm. that uh, Kamal Harris is, is stepping down. But then all of a sudden the reports indicate was gone. So you could tell they were really excited. Like, oh, yeah, we're saying that. Yeah. We're saying that it's happening. <laughs> And uh, what do you think, if you had to just guess, what's a gut reaction for you, Tamara, as to, like, why she didn't connect with voters? Um, why she didn't connect with voters? I don't know if she didn't not connect with voters. Just not like, with enough. Yeah, yeah, not with enough. It, it, it's it's too many cooks in the kitchen. That's one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's... Our friend Drexel agrees with you on that, by the way. That's what he posted about it. That he thought there did were too say, many... Did he say... Did he use that phrase? Not cooks in the kitchen, but he thought that there were too many people involved in the campaign all making yeah. decisions. That, yeah. yeah. The, the uh, um, uh, Democratic support is stretched too thin. Um, and so that I feel like that's definitely a reason. And Maybe maybe a lot of the um, you know Democrats, uh, especially within California, that um, do not like her record as a um, uh, what's the word? Her record as an attorney, a, yeah, in right, the, as a prosecutor, in drug yeah. prosecutor, yeah. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess that that hurts her too. I would say. That's all. I'd say it's mostly the too many cooks in a kitchen. I think that I, it's just. It's, I'm just. Oh, I always feel like people should support candidates that they like. The impression on Saturday Night Live. Like I thought Maya Rudolph did a really good <laughs> one, did. so I kind of wanted to see more. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, I think that's really how everybody should vote. Look, it, and Kamala's so great at um, when when that video came out of yeah. Maya Rudolph. She she tweeted like this little uh, and this little girl likes. The parody on yeah. SNL or something right. like that. She's very good at like poking fun at herself. So yeah. I think um, Trump tweeted today uh, some sarcastic tweet about like uh, you know sorry uh, sorry Kamala will you know nice nice knowing you. That's not what he said, but it was something to He'll that say, effect. Like, we'll miss you. We'll and, miss yeah. you. And he, she was like, "Well, I'll see you." In yeah. the hearing, so. yeah, yeah. I, I that's a that's a good response. My favorite of his tweets to that were uh, when Kristen Gillibrand uh, stepped out, and he's like, "Little did they know, she was the one I was actually afraid of." Yeah. And uh, I know that it's very difficult for some people to think anything that he ever writes is funny, but uh, that was that, that pretty. He that, did not write that. Somebody but, wrote yeah, that for him. It went out <laughs> under. Not, yeah, it went out right. under under that. But you're right. He has a, he has a t- he has more writers than the Tonight Show. That it's is fine. pretty. Yeah. That is pretty funny. <laughs> and I know funny. that his brain yeah. is not capable of that. 
type yeah, of... He doesn't know how to be funny. <laughs> uh, Scott, do you agree uh, too many cooks in the kitchen? Is there something else specifically? Or is it just too many people and it's hard to keep well, track? I... I... I I do agree with that, but also there wasn't a, a there there wasn't a connection because if there was, there would have been enough uh, people to back her, and there wasn't. And when you see in her own home state that she didn't even wasn't even cracking the top three, um, means she's not connecting with enough people. Pure and simple. I think she's uh, not a great campaigner, and like you were saying, Tamara, I think the the being a prosecutor. An attorney general with some of the uh, criminal reforms that she was involved with were not very popular with uh, a core base of supporters. So that was already hurting her. And I don't think she really connected because she wasn't quite sure. Like, yeah, she's funny and she's got a kind of a fun personality, but she wasn't quite, to me, feeling authentic enough to connect to a lot of voters. So it, it, the problem was she wasn't able to to get there. And if she couldn't get the voters, let's say, in South Carolina, where Joe Biden's still very much in the lead, and some of those other early states where she just wasn't connecting with enough people, there really was no opportunity for her to to get where she needed to be. And then, of course, like she said, having no great organization is going to affect you, but bottom line, you're not having the money. If you're not connecting with the people and you're not getting enough money, you're not going to get very far. And I think it was very smart of her to step back now, because it's very difficult, uh, especially an ego-driven type thing of running for president, to be able to finally say, you know what, I can't, I can't do it. I've got to step back, and it was smart that she did it now instead of going through with you know the first couple races and, and dismally showing in the low single digits. So it was smart of her to do that. I think she definitely has a future, regardless of being you know senator here in the state as long as she wants it. But you know other places as well, maybe in a, in a future Democratic administration. And well, Joe, Bri- Joe Biden, Joe Biden said no. that uh, he'd consider her to be his running mate, and then also said. And I bet she can still be president herself one day, which is like, ah, it's all right, kid. Don't give up. <laughs> Uncle Joe's going to help. And uh, you still got a shot at this thing. I see her being appointed attorney general. That's what I was going to say. She could very easily be attorney general. By President Warren. Okay. I just was wondering which one you felt was going to do that. Uh, by the way, if Pete Buttigieg were to become president, could we call him President Mayor Pete? Because that would still be easier than yeah. actually saying his yeah. name. Yeah. Uh, so uh, also, you know, we, we had so much, we had so many big news stories referenced in the top of the show because uh, that's that's where the jokes are. Uh, Hillary Clinton did indeed uh, have an interview on the Howard Stern show this morning, and I have not heard it yet. Um, I just want to say that I've been talking for a long time about how I'm still not convinced that Hillary doesn't want to be the nominee and might not still run. (laughs) And going on the Howard Stern show is not necessarily something that says – Oh, I definitely don't want to run. Christian, I will bet you money. Oh, money, she money. Yes, not, money. How much? She is not entering this race. Uh, I'm not saying she's going to win. I'm just saying she's, she's I say she's not entering the race. What uh, if Joe Biden falls down a flight of stairs yeah. and somebody named Bill uh, <laughs> mysteriously that, runs the, away? Are you are you uh, referring to the plot of Showgirls? <laughs> Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Hillary Clinton yeah. is going to accidentally mm-hmm. push somebody down a flight of stairs to 
enter the race and be <laughs> just a very, It's a variation it's, on the yeah. Tanya Harding story, yeah. really. I mean, yeah, that's it's true. It's a tale as old as time. It is. <laughs> I want to make that uh, showgirls uh, Hillary Clinton running for president yes. movie. Uh, all right, it. so you think that there's no chance. I still uh, think there's time. I agree with you, Christian. Yeah. I think because she wants it so badly and she feels that she can go back in and get her revenge and get the presidency, which is something she's wanted since she was a little kid, she will go and do it. So I wouldn't yeah. put it past her to. Ever since she was a a young girl named after Sir Edmund Hillary, who did not actually uh, climb, uh, what was it, uh, whatever mountain he climbed, uh, until like four years after she was born. Ever since then, that's what she's really (laughs) Well, that's when she wanted to, when she was four. Uh, I think we should make a wager. I'm interested in a wager. That's fine with me. Mm -hmm. I'll take that Baron Trump joke out on an open mic if (laughs) I I lose. I'll do do eight of my shittiest jokes from this show on an open mic. I don't care. I'll take the Baron one out. If I win, you're just kicking the tires. I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. going to think of what, right, well, a, what a good wager here, here would be. By next people, week. people in the chat, let us know what yeah, you think yeah, is a good, wager. a good wager. Tweet us at Trump Report mm-hmm. ABTV if you have any good ideas for what the wager should be as to whether or not Hillary Clinton uh, is entering. It enters the just race. Entering the she race. doesn't have to become the nominee. She doesn't right. have to get any super delegates, which she would buy plenty of them. So she would. Tamara says she is not entering the race. Christian says she is. I will back up Christian on that too. Also, I, I think it, she very easily could. It being uh, an interview with Howard Stern, of course, the topic of lesbianism came up, uh, and that's actually not a joke. It did come up, and uh, he, she did dismiss those rumors that have uh, there have been about her, and says, "I actually like men." I think that what she forgot to say is it's just not the one she's married to. But, you know, that's fine. It was a joke I meant to put in the beginning of the show, and then I saw it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Anyway. I think that uh, that joke is just too real. Yeah, 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 yeah. It cuts a little too deep there. Hey, the first cut is the deepest. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so, uh, all right, I want to know what other people think. And... uh, I, 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 you know, Chelsea hasn't been here in a couple of weeks. I want, I'm going to have to ask her. Does she think that uh, Hillary's getting in? Because what I want, uh, what I know she'll say is, "Oh my God, I hope not." <laughs> what if she did get in? How would you? Would you be excited, Tamara? Do you feel like that would energize the? Uh, despite the late arrival <laughs> of Mike Bloomberg, you know, which obviously people are. Or Deval uh, Patrick. You, you Let's did, not forget him too. Oh, I did forget about Deval Patrick. Yes, yeah, come on. That Wait, was, that was I want to amend something though. Okay. I, I could. I think I have said this before. Okay. I could see Biden or somebody picking her up as a running mate. Oh, okay, yeah. That's not what the bet is. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. If that That's happens, I will yeah, not yeah, consider yeah. myself right if she ends up being somebody's VP candidate. Okay. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. if you really want to worry about be worried about getting pushed down a flight of stairs, have Hillary Clinton as right. VP. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It will be the plot of I, and, um, House of Cards. Sh- show, yeah. Showgirls 2. Exactly. <laughs> which, Showgirls 2, House of Cards, is it's really what's one of the same. Yeah. I don't a lot know. of people say. Uh, I didn't it's Godfather mean. 2 and Godfather 3. Oof. Every time I think I get out there, get me back. Anyway, uh, so those are uh, those are some of the big stories out there. I, I like I, I sometimes like uh, some of the smaller stories uh, that you see. Uh, one of which referenced that uh, this happens every year around the holiday time. There's usually some beloved, cherished classic that uh, gets looked at through a, a new jeweler's loop of uh, 2020. And uh, people have been speaking out against the uh, the bullying in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the Rankin-Bass mm. uh, special, which, again, Chelsea would be like, what? But she's not here, so we'll talk about it anyway. Uh, the uh, the idea of the bullying, and 
I have no problem with the bullying in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I think that it helped him toughen up. I, my problem has always been that Santa is such an asshole. <laughs> right. It's like, you're just like, oh, yeah. too bad. He had such good form. It's like, well, yeah. don't be a dick. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. But so I'm not specifically Talk asking what Santa. everybody thinks about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But it's it's like... Do we need to like take a longer look at the Charlie Brown Christmas special and which no the is the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special where Franklin sat on the other side of the table from the other kids uh, which was legitimately like a thing that I remember reading about last year which I appreciated not seeing again this year because mm-hmm. I guess people felt like they'd gotten it out um, I it, heard that that a lot of when when Franklin was first introduced into the comic book. I don't know if I've ever finished. I feel like I'm veering us way off topic. But oh, Franklin, if we're going to talk about Franklin the, on peanuts, that's going to be great. In the comic book in like 1968, yeah. I believe that they said that there was a boycott. Like a, a lot of places were like boycotting the comic strip when he was introduced. Like yeah, that's I mean, where, I, that's where the I, country. I mean, was to, at that time to you know get really bogged down, and I, that aired in 1972. And I think if you had Franklin sitting at the same side of the table as some kids, you'd have some affiliates like, nope. We're not we're not gonna air that. I mean when you look at things that networks don't air like today versus nineteen seventy two. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Uh so I don't know. I mean I I don't I, I look I can understand look, there's plenty of content that doesn't hold up. You know, Disney Plus went through when they were launching and they, they listed every movie from every year that was going to be available. And then you notice they skipped a year because that's the year that Song of the South came out. So they had every other year and uh, that's fine. If if Disney takes takes a long hard look and goes, well we'll make a we'll make a ride about Song of the South, mm-hmm. Splash Mountain. Yeah. But we're not going to put the movie out mm-hmm. there. No, they, we'll sell it in other countries. Now did they keep the version of Aladdin when the cloud spells out sex? I wonder if they I'm going to bet they didn't that. actually because they, <laughs> when they had to change lyrics to the, the something about like getting your your hand chopped off or something. So, you know, there's been a lot of uh there's not like a new thing, you know, going back in right. and, you know, trying to change things, you know, trying Speaking of Disney, the idea that Greedo shot first, we could do a whole show on that, couldn't we, Ryan? Uh, I think <laughs> yes, Ryan's sir. Better. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. McClunky to you, too, sir. But <laughs> what do you think about sort of, and it's not specifically about Rithra and his reindeer. Should we be looking at these things like this or just be like, oh, it's it's like you're just watching for the songs anyway. Do you really do you really have to worry so about are, getting are we, bullied? Is this a conversation about sensitivity? Like, are people being too sensitive? Is it that conversation? I mean, yeah. It's just like, do we do we need to take the time for that? Uh, you know, uh, no. Because uh, as as a comedian, I'm asked about the is PC culture too far, and that's a conversation I'm involved in a lot. And my position is that people are no more sensitive now than they always were. The difference is that since marginalized pr- people have a voice now, mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. we're hearing sides to things that we would normally uh-huh. never hear. And because of that, there are a fraction of people who are like, well, I want to say that I'm upset by something too. And too far too much attention goes to goes to that fraction, that small fraction of uh, people just trying to join the conversation. I do believe that people, everybody has their boiling point. Like any anybody who approaches me and says like, oh, people are too sensitive now, I always say to them, I guarantee that I could find the thing that offends you. Right. Um, you know, don't act like you're, you know, tough skin, everything just bounces off me because nobody, that that is nobody. Nobody is in that instance. So, um, anyway, Yes, I do not like things like this getting attention because I feel like that the, the largest problem with PC culture is that there is some 
some loud person makes a stink about something in some company in small town in Wisconsin and papers focus on that as an example of PC culture going too far. And it's like, right. Well, to to your point that marginalized people, people have a bigger voice. It's also just people who like to stir things up also have Mm -hmm. like a a bigger platform. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Oh yeah, because people are willing to listen now. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like there is a fraction of people who are wanting to join the conversation when they shouldn't. And too much attention goes to that. That's what right. I'm saying. Uh, what do you think, Scott? Were you did you feel triggered watching Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer <laughs> at any point in your life? And, and it was just a bunch of reindeer games. To be fair, right. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, to which be fair, by the way, his, I was more triggered by the was run over by a reindeer. <laughs> right. I was just going to say it. It was all fun and reindeer games until then. But it would no, be I, more triggering than the Ben Affleck <laughs> film Reindeer Games, by the way. But anyway, right. sorry. Go ahead. No, but I will say I, I do 100% agree with, with Tamara is that the fact is that people do have a platform now and then people do use it in a way to get attention. And case in point, it goes back to the Baron thing today. You know, it's like now they're making a whole big issue about something that isn't. And I, I think it's always been there to some degree. And there is always a point where we're, we are going to absolutely be offended in, in, in each level. And to me, it's like, okay, well, then. Don't watch it. You, you can change the channel. You can do something else um, when it gets to the point where it's personally offending you. Um, I think there's a certain line that things now, there are certain things that we wouldn't show uh, just because it would be a little bit too extreme. But things like Rudolph, uh, uh, sure, I can get I can get that people would want to revisit certain things. But I think we get to a point where it just gets too um, extreme. And if you really feel uncomfortable about it, you just don't have to watch it. Yeah. You have a thousand other channels and... and Streaming services and other things to watch uh, more modern holiday classics. Because um, it's not like this want. is the only children's show that depicts bullying. I mean, a, a Christmas story. Like, you could yeah. almost, I'd say the majority yeah. of them show some form of bullying. So, yeah. why is this one single? Well, or you could say gun violence because a uh, Christmas story uh-huh. wants to get the BB gun. Yeah. And you could say, you know, it, it, there, there's, there's, a, there's a certain point where it does get a little bit too far if you start doing that for every little thing. Because yeah. you could do that with everything even today. You could find things that are going to be uh, offensive, and 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 so yeah, you do have to take some things with a grain of salt. And but, like Hammer says, I do agree with that. They're they're they've always been around, but now there's platforms that people can do from anywhere. Yeah, and I'd and be more concerned about my kids seeing Frosty the Snowman and thinking it's okay to just you know hop in a car to the north, a train car to the North Pole, like everything's going to be all right, and you're going to get back in time for dinner. That that's something. Right. Christian wants to make sure he teaches his children time management right. skills. Believe me, at my house that would go along. <laughs> uh, and just to circle back uh, because I didn't see this earlier, uh, so Melania Trump specifically respond. Uh, responded to this. Uh, she said, a minor deserves privacy. You should be ashamed, uh, which I think any time that, that uh, a member of the Trump family says someone should be ashamed, <laughs> right. then everybody's like, follow-up tweets write themselves yeah. at, at uh, that point. But, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's keep that joke alive and mm. make sure that we, uh, we keep talking about it. Uh, back to NATO, by the way. Uh, President Trump said that he got deep respect... And got along great with NATO leaders, uh, but he also feels like maybe maybe we don't need to be in NATO anymore. Uh, that seems like a very Trump approach, don't you think, Scott? That uh, no, 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 we shouldn't we shouldn't be part of NATO. Do we really want to be part of the United Nations? 
why don't we charge the United Nations rent, which I'm okay with that, by the way. <laughs> so you think about that piece of real estate in Manhattan that the, the United Nations just gets to have. Uh, but what do, you, what do you think about, you know, the idea of like, oh, let's pull out of some of these, you know, you know, any of these big, you know, the the, the G20, any of these things, you know, the idea that, uh, well, we don't need to be a part of it. That seems to be, you know, Trump has these positions for a reason. Do you think that there's a vocal enough percentage of Americans that f- would want something like that, that it would actually happen? Well, I th- yeah, I, I think about his extreme base of the 20% of the Republican Party um, does support isolationism. That, that That's basically what America first means is isolationism and um but i take his his point about oh it went so well and successful is basically whatever he says it's actually the opposite which goes back to the leaders not respecting him and making fun of him and uh nothing major was accomplished but you know these these organizations like nato have been around for for 70 years now in the united nations um and they're there for a reason after World War II. And, and we saw how the U.S. was leading up to World War II. And, and that was the last time we were sort of in an isolation, of, well, in the 20s as well. We were in that very much isolationism setup, and it didn't serve us well at the end of the day. So we go into isolationism at, at our own peril, because you, especially today, because now you allow other countries like China, who is actively involved with... Um, you know, building projects in South America and Africa and having influence in the Pacific. And if we back up too much that we do take the opportunity of being America first, but not first in the world anymore. And um, so we do that at our own peril. So, you know, he may suggest uh, tearing up all these agreements and everything, but it doesn't serve America well in the long run when we're we're isolating ourselves from the rest of the world, uh, especially that we're more global than we've ever been. Um, so that would be a detriment to to the country as a whole doing that in the long run. Uh, something uh, far less uh, significant than that, but I wanted to get your <clears throat> thoughts before we ran out of time, was uh, a, a, in Oklahoma, a Starbucks manager, uh, who was 21 years old, uh, was fired after giving a police officer uh, with a coffee cup that had uh, the words pig written on them. She's uh, considering suing the company for wrongful termination. I mean, I think that you take out of the fact that it's police officers. That's like if somebody on my tub wrote on my cup wrote like "Hey, Tubby," you know, mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Well, no, I think I'm mad about that." It's like I don't think I don't think you should be able to write something disparaging about a customer and expect to keep your job. What do you All think, right. Tamara? Yeah, that's tricky. I, I think that that's um, it's. You know, I feel like all I'm doing today is referencing movies. But you know, in Wayne's World, when the when the, <laughs> when, the cop, when the cop is laughing about the the them them calling him pig and and asking him if he smells bacon, like I feel like yeah. we were in a time where this you know 20 years ago this would not have been a big deal, but because there is um, you know Blue Lives Matter, there's uh, so much attention on um, I'm, I'm I support the police. I am anti-police right now. Now is not the time to make that sort of joke and expect that it's not going to be a big deal. So, yeah, that probably shouldn't have done it. Right. Well, do you do you think that she, she was taking a, no, a strong I, political stance here? That you know, she I haven't. Wants to take I, this I, to I Supreme haven't Court? heard what her if she, it's even said. Like what her reasoning was? She trying to be funny? Was yeah. was does she is she a person that like has been targeted by police in the past? So she really does have like a a. a a a hatred of the police force like i'm not really sure what the reasoning behind it was but 
I think that is reason enough uh, to be terminated from your job. It's it's likely, like you were saying, like it's you. you she said that to any customer that would not that would not right. Be even okay. if you're not a police officer, yeah. and it says pig. I right. think. Yeah. Excuse it, me. It would yeah. not be okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's company property, and you're you're whatever you're you can do that in your your off time. I mean, there there is a line where I could say if you're posting things on social media and, and you've heard about people getting fired because of that because they're not representing the company. But that's a little bit more if they're not using the company social media handles and they're just writing personally on their off time, then that's yeah. a trickier, murkier thing. But when you're using company property on work and you're doing things like that, that does, I think, cross the line, too, of being inappropriate because you have other ways of expressing your displeasure with the police or the president or whatever on your off time as opposed to doing it uh, during company time. And, and like you said, that would be offensive to, to somebody, you know, calling me a certain word or calling somebody a certain word and, and uh, as just a regular, you know, everyday citizen. And, and yeah, so yeah even, call me a pig, I could be like, oh, wow. I wonder if he happy. drank the coffee. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, would, I would hope not. Like, yeah, it's not, you know, it, if, I, if I got a cup that said mouthy customer, I'd be like, yeah, all right. They, 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 <laughs> they got me on that one. I'm not going to I'm not going to ask for the manager. They're, they're all right. But if there's anything that's like a, a personal attack and. Right. Uh, finally, uh, I don't know if there's enough time for Ryan for you to find this, but there's a new video out there of uh, two immigrants very easily scaling this new section of Trump's war- wall, the impenetrable section of the wall, uh, with a rope ladder that they just flung over. It's very like cartoon. It's like a cartoon prison escape. You know, it's the next. It's the closest thing to. Bugs Bunny drawing a, the hole that's a tunnel and then right, going exactly. right so I was just it. thinking, yeah, and then the border yeah. agents run into the wall. Now is this yeah. the section of the wall that was built out of Don Jr.'s books? <laughs> hey, it was a bestseller. Bought. It was a number one bestseller in that the New York Times. Purchased by the GOP right. for this specific it, purpose. Exactly. Look, the book's People called all the, time. the book's called Triggered, Tamara. So I don't want it to be about you. Uh, so now, look, after they do this, the uh, border patrol does uh, you know catch them, and then uh, I'm sure they sent Mexico the bill for uh, having to return them, uh, the rope ladder. uh, Yeah, and so for those of you watching on YouTube, you can actually see it right now. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't seem like it's... You can see right through it, and Uh, obviously that doesn't mean you can get through it. But it doesn't... You know, I I don't see any uh, real deterrence. Like, I don't know if there's a a humanitarian issue not putting, like, barbed wire at the top, but there must be... There must be something you can do to, like... You know, so that birds don't land on something. You know, you can put something on this wall. Uh, but the uh, is this good PR for President Trump? <laughs> you think that this is helping him when you know he will spend 2020 saying that he built that wall, mm-hmm. that he made America great again? His supporters are, this means absolutely nothing exactly. to them. Yeah, it's not like, like his yep. supporters are going to be like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe the wall's not a good <laughs> idea. That's that's not happening. You know, no. you know what that means they needed? A bigger wall. <laughs> And one that was uh, rope ladder proof in some way. So I think that there's probably somewhere. Uh, to imagine being the architect that's like, yeah, I got one for you. It's mm-hmm. a government contract. You got to take the wall, make it twice as big, and you got to figure out a way that you can't get a rope ladder over it. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm on that. Anyway, I wanted to end on that one because, you know, why not? Uh, also because uh, we're out of time. But uh, thanks to everyone who joined us live today. And thanks to Tamara Brown. Where do people find you? Hi there. Uh, hey, Tamara underscore. And Scott Moore, where do people find you? Uh, you can find me calling Mitch McConnell hypocrite on Twitter at SMAN80. That's SMAN80. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. And don't forget to follow the show at Trump Report ABTV. 
And you can find me Thursdays over on the Popcorn Talk Network at 1 p.m. Pacific for Marvel Movie News and Fridays here on AfterBuzz TV at noon with our friend Ryan in the booth for the Mandalorian After Show. Speaking of Disney Plus and Star Wars, you'll see us both over there. That's all the time we have for now, but uh, next week we'll be back at our regular time, Tuesday at 4 o'clock, and then the week after not. But just worry about next week right now. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 